0: It'll pop up. Well, do you know what? Okay, it's live. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another pre recorded show. I didn't want you guys to miss the show, so I decided to record it. I'm hearing an echo.
1: hello okay echo
0: no you're an echo well welcome to Monday and welcome to coffee with Ori today I'm going to continue the talk that we were having in the last segment but this is this one is about how do you get? to truly know yourself, truly know who you are and how to obtain the, the, the possibilities of growing and getting stronger. Well, first of all, I want to, to reiterate on some things I want you to understand, I'm not when I talk about the church, I'm not bashing the church. The church doesn't need my help to bash it. They can do it all by himself. But when I talk to you about God, it's only because I have a communication with God and that's why I talk to God about everything, God. Now, the last time we spoke about why, we are, whatever. Now we're speaking about how to obtain the why or to obtain that inner peace so that you can be comfortable with yourself. There are many, many, many steps. One of the things that people say is to use meditation. You know, I, people who know me for a long time know that I was a Buddhist for a long time. If you didn't know, well, surprise. I was a Buddhist. Um, So I learned both the Hindu way and I learned what the Chinese way was as well. One time I used to make spiritual beads and I used to make a lot of things for the the, uh, the spiritual stuff. But then just like anything else, you get tired and you just don't do it anymore. I was that way. But everything I set my mind to do, I've done it. If I wanted to make beads, I did. I wanted to learn to sew at one time when I was younger, I did that. I wanted to do, um, what did I want to do? I wanted to to make certain things adorn, you know, uh, decorations. I like did that. I wanted to cook for people, so I used to cater food for people. Um, I used to help in gathering and starting parties. I taught. Meditation class, I taught. Spiritual class. I've written books. So technically, I have... And I've traveled to a lot of places. So I kind of like have been through a lot. I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. And I'm good. I can see you, Dr. T. I can see you. Your hand. Okay. So... The reason that I'm saying this to you is that I didn't do all of these things because I was trying to figure out who I was. I did this, these things because I found who I was and, and liberating myself and finding myself, I was able to grasp everything that I wanted. I was able to do things, start them, finish them and walk away. And that's what I wanted. I was okay with that. I didn't have a problem with that. So I allowed things to come into my life, or I should say I allowed people to come into my life knowing that they were not worth my friendship or my time, but I still let them in because I just live like, you know what, uh, they're human beings and... As human beings, you know, we all have to live together and we have to live with each other. And so I got to understand that a little bit more. It was very important for me to get it. So I got it. Now, one of the things that I worked on was self-discipline. And the self-discipline that I started was learning how to fast. The Bible says that fasting is important. You don't have to fast every day. You can fast one day a week. I technically fast every day. So I would... Can,
1: can you explain what a fast is? Because some people might not know what a fast is or how to do a fast. Okay.
0: A fast is when you decide that you want to clear your mind. And sometimes people just think that a fast is just not eating. A fast is not about not eating. There are ways to do fasting. There, there's, there are simple ways to do fasting and then there are difficult ways to do fasting. There's some fasting where you don't eat all day and you don't drink all day. To me, that's foolish because that to me is not a fast. The way I fast is I wake up in the morning and I'll drink a, a cup of coffee, not a cup, a little bit of coffee. And then I don't eat anything until two, three, four. Then maybe at that time I'll eat a piece of fruit, piece of food. Then I close my eyes and I continue to, to chant or to meditate. And then around six o'clock it's over. I get up and I have myself something very light, like maybe couscous or, or quinoa or vegetables or anything that that's very that's light, that's not heavy. And I take a shower and I try to go to bed by nine o'clock to then again start. And I, my fasting starts the minute I wake up. If I wake up at ten, that's when the fast. I try to get up at least at 6 in the morning to start my fast because I believe that morning prayer is very important. Now, I'm not going to tell you that you have to sit down and say any particular prayer. I'm not going to do that. Because the communication you have with God and the communication I have with God is two different things. So you can say Father God or Mother God or Father Mother God or the Creator. You can say whatever you want. Now, there are severe ways of fasting where people do not drink anything. And when they do stop fasting at, in the evening, they'll maybe take a, a napkin full of water and they just squeeze it into their lips, around their lips and their mouth. So, you know, and they pray. Um, I'm not saying that it doesn't work. I've seen it work. I know that it does work. Prayer is important. Fasting is important. The the scripture says that we should fast at least one day a week, every Friday. We should fast. I find that fasting is important. I think that if you, and I don't mean fasting meaning, you know, you're going to fast from the morning until 6 p.m. That's not what I'm saying. That is the right way to do it. What I'm saying to you is you can fast. From whatever time you get up in the morning, and I don't mean eleven to twelve. I mean if you get up at six in the morning, you can fast while you take a shower, whatever. Get dressed. You can fast, and you can talk to God and do whatever. And you can get in your car and you can talk to God and you can do whatever you want to do. And then you go to work or you go somewhere else, whatever wherever you go. And. By doing that, not only do you cleanse your mind, but you also cleanse your spirit. You also activate what is the pituitary gland. You activate it because all this, all of this this stuff that's going on in the world, all these tragedies, with pollution and all that. We've been polluted since the twenties uh, by them using chemicals, fluoride in the water, and. The, you know, and that kind of like knocks out the pituitary gland. And at the end of the day, you know, you're not, you're not at your best. You know, you're not focused because you don't know how to be focused. And if you're focused, then you're probably one of these people that sit down and watch TV all damn day, all, all, all damn day. They watch the news or they watch this or they watch the other. That is something that I don't do. Now, to me, fasting is important because um, I try not to talk to anybody on the phone when I'm when I'm fasting. I set my mind I'm going to fast from this time to this time, and I try to do it. And when people call me, yes, that pisses me off, and yes, I get upset because you know people know how I am, and yet, you know, the 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 devil's busy. They they want to. They want to interrupt what you're doing because it, to them their time is more important than yours, which should never be. Now, again, meditation is one way of fasting. And I want you to understand one thing. Meditation is not one thing where you have to put your hand down here. Then, no, meditation, you put your you can put your hand down on your lap and just find a place where you can erect yourself, whether it's a wall. Whether it's, you know, you're sitting down and the sofa is behind you. Um, There are some people that that have problems, uh, spinal cord problems, that sleep and they meditate while they're in bed. There is no right way. There is no wrong way. The only thing that I do know is that if you need to meditate and you need to sit down, then you need to sit down while you're going through the process. And that's important. Now, part of meditation is not chanting, like I chant which means I bow down to my higher self, or I chant to Ganesh, Om Mahala I mean, Om Ganesh Namaha, or Om Shreem Ganesh Namaha, or to, you know, or to, uh that out, um, not Kali, and Durga, but Lakshmi, um, Mahala Lakshmi Namaha, which is the goddess of love and money. And Um, Namah Shabaya is the chant that is for Lord Shiva, which is to open yourself up, open your heart like a lotus, and help your mind to be focused on the things that are important. Now, what I want you to do, we're gonna do this, this light exercise, just light exercise, not chant, I'm gonna chant, but not with the music. I just want you to do this, this light exercise that will take basically three minutes. So I can, I can give you an idea, okay? You can take a deep breath, you know, and then once you blow out the breath, then you can close your eyes. And as you close your eyes, you can repeat anything like Umna Mashabaya like I do. Or I can chant Umani Padmi Hum. Or you can say Jesus, 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 or God, 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 God. Or, you know, my angel, you know, my angel guy, my angel guy, my angel guy. It doesn't matter as long as it's repetitious, okay? So we're gonna try, I want you to, to try this with me. I wanna go into into this meditation with your, with you know, directing you to see how you feel after the meditation. It's only three minutes, like I said. You take a deep breath as deep as you can can choose i like om namah Shivaya" because i like the fact that i'm chanting telling the universe that i bow down to my higher self which is the universe which is god which is god's presence or, or the or the omnipresence of something bigger than you so i just repeat
1: om namah Shivaya," om namah Shivaya," om namah Shivaya," om namah Shivaya." Om Namah Shivaya um, Namah Shivaya um, the Maseraya, um, the Maseraya, um, the Maseraya, um, um, the um, the um, the Maseraya, um, um, the um, the um, the um, the um, 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 the Masabaya om the om the om 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 Mashavaya um masuraya, um masuraya, um Take a deep breath in
0: as deep as you can. Correct your body and then start to release slowly. If you followed it correctly, you will feel a little bit a little lightheaded. But you will also feel like there's something empty, like something happened where it emptied something within you. That is the power of chanting to your higher self, which is chanting to anything that's above you. Like I said, you don't have to you don't have to chant to Shiva Um you can chant Jesus, 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 because chanting. And meditating is not part of the devil's work and it is not evil. There are scriptures in the Bible where you read and underneath certain scriptures, it says Salah Salah means to meditate. Okay. So if the book is telling you to meditate on that, meditate on the word, meditate, if that's what they're telling you to meditate, on the word to make sure that you understand that the word is repetitiously um, supposed to be sounding so to help you. But sometimes their their idea of help is not the idea that you have. It's not the idea of, of wanting you to help so that things can better for you. No, it's more as they want you to help them achieve what they want to achieve So that it works out better for you and works out better for them. So another way of getting to know the inside of you, the real inside of you, again, it starts off with quietness, a morning ritual that you do, whether it's walk around the house naked, or with clothes or with underwear, or you're getting everything prepared for the day, whether it's your breakfast and preparing lunch, you know, if you can manage to keep without talking, that you can keep yourself just focusing on what you're doing. It's almost like a meditation, you know, making coffee. Your mind, coffee, 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 coffee. If you are taking a shower as you as you bubble yourself up, you tell yourself, "Showering, I'm showering, 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 showering." showering. You, your voice, your thoughts. Um, if you can go through the whole morning and go through any ritual that you want, just keeping acknowledging the fact what you're doing you know putting on your shoes putting on your socks putting on this putting on that if you can keep that focus on yourself without picking up the phone without looking at the phone without talking to anyone until the moment you leave your home and get into your car then that's a part of meditation another part of meditation to get to know yourself okay is called the walking meditation if you like to walk well then you walk but you keep repeating it in your mind walking 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 you keep repeating it as you look down at your feet as it takes one step after another um I don't want you to keep your head down all the time so that you can crash into a tree or something now. I want you to to, constantly look at, at where you're going, but as you're walking, constantly tell yourself walking, 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 walking. Although it has been said that the mind can only hold um, your interest for less than two minutes. I believe that when you use meditation uh, techniques as you're doing meditation, helps you. You know, like when you're doing the walking, 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 walking. You know, as long as you don't talk to people and you just mind your business and you just keep walking, it's a form of meditation. You're walking. Sometimes, like me, you can just be still. Keep your eyes closed and just be still and you'll learn that if you want to do that more and more every day, longer and longer, you will notice that all of this will start to shape up and you're, you're a voice box and the, the nerves and stuff within them will actually get stronger because you're not using them. So, the longer you stop talking and you you keep silent, the the better your skin will look, the better you will look. Uh, they are. So many different styles and so many different types of meditation that I cannot say this one is wrong and this one is right and this one is wrong and this one is No, I don't do that because I don't believe that that is so. I believe that once you have determined in your lifestyle that you want to get to know who you are and what purpose do I play in this life, the only way you're going to know those answers is if you go deep within yourself. And there are times where you're you're doing the right thing and you are been meditating within yourself and all of a sudden something happens and you get scared and you're like, oh no, something's trying to possess me and you get scared. But you know what? Spirit is like that. Spirit will find a way. When spirit finds that you are sensitive and that you are open and that spirit can take over, they're going to take over. You want to know why? They're going to take over because you are doing the work and you are an open vessel and you're allowing them. But if you walk if you through this meditation and you tell spirit or anybody, I choose not to participate in anything, any spiritual encounters. Spirit will leave you alone and spirit will let you continue on your path. So you have to remember that, guys. You know, there are times the spirit does touch you girls and guys, and you may feel horrible and you may feel like you're having a panic attack or like you're going to have a seizure or something. It's not necessarily so. And sometimes the, your heart rate does go up. Sometimes uh, things just happen to the body because the mind becomes so scared, or becomes so scared and paranoid that the mind controls everything about you. So just remember that if you want to connect to spirit to get to know what you have to do, then you should connect to spirit. I want to tell you though, I want you to understand that in the in life, there are not very many, there are not very many mediums like me and other people that channel without, you know, spirits come down whenever they want. Spirit. Does not come down on everybody. Most people that are spiritual are what you call—they uh, are—they're not. How do I say it? I'm not, I'm not a visual medium, so I let them do whatever they want, except drag me around the floor. Because I've learned to control them by praying and and you know having good faith with them. And vice versa but most people are conscious medium they hear they can see everything in the room they can see what's going on yes the light the eye the eyes seem to be a little closed so you, you tend to see more little things walking around and you know the spirit will move your head spirit will move your head the other way, move your head up, down, you know, um, some, in some instances, spirit gets up and talks. And some instances, spirit just talks, it sits there and it talks. And that's the educated way. But ultimately, if you want to get to know yourself, you need to get to know spirit, but you need to get to know spirit inside your head, not out in the open. And you have to learn that a lot of the information the spirit is giving you. You have to keep a lot of this to yourself. You cannot be so generous with your time and your efforts to be giving people information. And then what are you getting out of it? You know, you have to be giving getting something out of it as well. You cannot just be giving your information and just expect that everything is going to be fine. It's not going to be fine because there is not an there is not a proper energy exchange. There are people who want to receive things and gifts and whatever, and they forget that we have paid for our things. We have paid for the things that we have received. We didn't pay a dime. We didn't pay a quarter. We paid a lot of money to get to things that we have. I know that I have spent over $500,000 in receiving all the Orishas that i received, the deities, and all the ceremonies that I went through. And I did it because at the time I could afford it and I did it and I moved forward. So am I upset with spending all that money? Not really. Not at all, because what they've given me is more than that. So I appreciate everything they give me, even if it's a piece of candy. Um, and that's when I say that, I don't mean that I give them a piece of candy and I, because, because of the fact that they give me, no, it's because of the fact that they showed me who I was, you know, um, and they don't have to, they don't tell people who I am. They don't even allow me sometimes to tell people who I am. So I stay quiet, but I had to agree that saving myself was priority before all of this stuff happened and getting to know me because I was very impatient that I wanted to know and I wanted to know and I wanted to know. And one time my master told me, if you want to know who you are, then you need to close your eyes and you need to really, really take deep breaths and you need to relax. And although the mind wanders, the mind wanders a lot. You have to learn to overcome that and try to keep your mind steady. But if your mind can't stay steady, it's okay to look at the things that come up in your mind because the mind is creativity. So the mind creates whatever they, they feel like seeing inside of something that you're using as a tool, they're going to, they're they're going to do that. They're going to make sure that you are aware that they are there. So with that being said, you know, there's a lot of fears and a lot of stigmas in life uh, as, as it is enough. Okay. There are many stigmas in the church, which we already know that. But there are priests and there are monsignors and there are other types of of spiritual beings that know and understand that we are there. We exist. People like us exist. Meditation exists. We do things for the betterment of ourselves. Now, meditation is not the only way that you get to know yourself. There are also books called uh, the, the the Selected Prayers. Selected Prayers, written by Alan Kardec. Um, Kardec, K-A-R. The K-A-R, card, D, um, C, A, I think it's C. There. I'm looking for my book, guys. It's a prayer book that I use for oh here it goes.
1: Here it goes. I
0: don't know if many can see it, but in Spanish is oraciones escogida. And the name of the the, the the published, the writer is Alan Kardec. You can see it. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: A L L A N K A R D E C. Now I want you to understand that there is a woman there, there are two ladies who rewrote the book in English which is very good because the other copy of the English book was horrible. The copy like that was horrible. The writing was horrible. You couldn't really understand it, but these two women actually wrote the book over and it's amazing. It is amazing how they continuously keep themselves on point and making things clear that were not clear before. So, you know, anybody want to learn about their spirituality and how to how to to embody spirit and have spirit embody you you know one of the books that we've used growing up my whole life is this was this was used in ceremonies. This book was used in ceremonies to, to teach the spirit that when they decide to come down to have respect from for the body that they're in because it is your body that you' they're no longer alive but you are. So if you let them use your body, they can throw you against the floor, against the wall. And people may think you're crazy. And that's the one thing that you want to avoid. Now, another method of getting in touch with yourself spiritually is by finding spaces in your life that can help you like the park like walking around and touching the trees, putting your hands on them and asking them to give you clarity or walking in the park barefooted, find the park that's not nasty, take off your shoes and walk around and actually envision the roots of your feet growing into the ground and that you are putting roots down, but the roots are also being filled with the energy of the, the universe, which is really good. And, you know, just appreciate everything and and always tell, always tell God and tell spirit, you know, I appreciate everything that I see God. I appreciate that. I and tell the universe, I appreciate you universe for allowing me to have these things when I needed them. And, once you start to do things that way, and you start to acknowledge everything around you, the trees, the forest, the birds, the squirrels, anything that you start, you start to see, once you start acknowledging it, the sky, you acknowledge how beautiful everything is. I always thank God for, for creating a picture for me, uh, to, for painting the, one of the most prettiest pictures for me. You, on the other hand, may want to either acknowledge God or just acknowledge spirit and say, you know, spirit, thank you for bringing me here. However you want to do it, there's so many different methods on how to, to get into spirit so that you can get to find who you are. But there's no better method to finding who you are than you just being still with yourself and have a whole bunch of questions written out and ask these questions slowly. And whatever answer comes to you right away, that's the answer. If you ask spirit, you know, am I going to be, am I going to be traveling soon? Is everything going to be okay? And spirit gives you okay. Then understand that that means okay. You will be doing what they they want them to do, but you have to make sure that in doing so, you don't go somewhere else and say, oh, well, spirit told me this and da, 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 and I want to find this out. You can't do that because what you're doing is you're closing yourself up. You're closing yourself up not just from spirit, but you're also closing yourself up from ignorance. You know, it's, You're closing it up for ignorance by ignorance. You know, I read once, and it stayed my favorite thing, and I say it all the time, and I and I I always use it, which I believe I'm gonna tattoo on my on my wrist because I love it so much. Which mean which says, "Ignore the ignorance of the ignorant." I love that. Why? Because sometimes we are ignorant. We go like star trek we go where no one's been before because we want to know answers but if you already got answers from a cult from from a from your own spirit guide, told you this is the way it is why do you need answers if you already know the answers you know when people jump it creates a barrier of unknowingness and one of the things that spirit does is spirit wants you to know spirit is not afraid to show itself to you and it's not afraid to put the intuition in and the peace of mind in. they're not afraid of that what spirit needs to know is if you're ready to get to know who you really really are without fearing who you are because sometimes spirit has to take you back in order to, to bring you forward because none of us has come onto this planet just now. We've been here. Some of us have been here for thousands of years and the spirit keeps growing and it keeps changing, never gone. So people like me that we're able to see our past lives and we're able to interact with everything that goes on around us, we have an advantage because we're able to change the trajectory of what it is that we're trying to do we have the ability to change that a lot of people don't have the ability to change that because they don't know who they are once you know exactly who you are everything else is so easy because once you listen to spirit and i need to clarify this because i know i've said it before and i'm going to say it again Spirit will only talk to you in your voice. Spirit will never talk to you in another voice until you become comfortable with your voice. that Spirit is talking to you and understand that the voice of God is talking through you. So the only voice that you will hear is your own because it's the voice you're comfortable with. But the moment you say thank you, the moment you clean yourself, the moment you start talking to that deity and you start talking, you're gonna see how the floodgates are gonna open and how your mind is gonna be freed of everything that is blocking you. Because that also plays a big role. Okay. There's a, a lot of people that lived in life through through have lived through life through having bad um, bad childhoods. So with the bad childhood, or the bad adolescent years, what they've done is they've blocked themselves. And then by blocking yourself, you've made a negative impact on yourself and you have allowed spirit not to come through. So when you, you are going into this, the mode of spirit and you're talking to spirit and you're praying to spirit and you're fasting and you don't see anything happening, don't feel like nothing is happening. Think about it as something is already happened. Everything already is done and you can manifest anything that you want if you really want it. So you have to understand that we are, we are humans that were born with special abilities, but society has blocked our gifts and we have become used to society blocking us because to them we are an abomination because they cannot control us. And therefore the best thing to do is do nothing. Why? Because sometimes that's what we need to do. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Best thing to do is keep yourself focused. Keep yourself out of trouble. Keep yourself moving. Keep yourself shifting and just let go. Let go and let God and be free because once you liberate yourself and you kind of talk to people and you don't realize that you're talking, you know, because you can't control your mouth. Believe me, that spirit, you know, if spirit tells you walk the right path, I'm going to embarrass you. Trust me, the spirit will come down in a public place and embarrass you. Okay. So you need to think about, you know, what you're dealing with. You know, you see, you see reflection in the mirror, but you don't understand that that reflection in the mirror is like a double ganger. It's you. And sometimes we feed that inner you, you know, by talking to it. And eventually we can start seeing, you know, we close the, turn off the lights or whatever, put a candle. We can see things that go on in the, you know, or you can light a candle. doesn't matter what size to spirit. I always use the candle, the, the, the glass candles and put it to spirit and let it burn and when, when it finishes burning you put it up to the light you move it you shift it to see what you see in there because spirit will show you what's there. If a candle if you light a candle the candle burns black halfway then halfway it's burns clear it means that the the beginning of the process spirit was removing negativity from the candle from you but the candle and then now whatever is left it's the communication that you're going to have with god spirit angels and guide about you and they're there for a reason it's a mission so you have to understand that you have the ability to create these missions and you can easily talk to spirit i mean it's not difficult to talk to spirit you know it's nothing different than you know putting a glass of water on the table with a candle behind it a small candle And just talk to spirit, talk to God, talk to spirit, and you'll see that the candle will start shifting, it'll start growing up, it'll start popping, or it'll start moving from side to side. Whatever it chooses to do, understand that spirit is never far away. All you have to do is just take a deep breath and just listen to what it is that's happening around you, okay? It is not difficult. Although people think that it is very difficult, it's not difficult. You know, sometimes spirit does touch us. Sometimes spirit does come clear. And sometimes people get scared. I can't tell you that I don't fear because there's times that I fear because I see them like I see you, like I see any of you. And it's they're scared the shit out of me. And I jump up and I'm like, don't do that. But that's the way they are with me. sometimes the spirit wants something to be shifted in a different way and spirit will find a way to shift it spirit will find a way to make things go the opposite of what you want it to go but if you don't have a good communication with spirit then how are you gonna know what it is the spirit exactly wants you to do you're not gonna know because at the end, spirit has sabotaged you because you have not taken the time to talk to spirit. So in this, I tell you, whichever way you choose to learn about spirit or to get connected with that inner you, follow this, this, these things that I told you and and see where you get, you know, where you're getting and and what is working for you and what's not working for you. And If you feel that it's not doing anything for you, then you know what, then you write me and you tell me what's going on and I will explain it to you, okay? Well, I gotta go now. It is 8.56, I have to go. It has been real, namaste. Hey,
1: hey, hey, Hmm? you only did 45 minutes. You still got 15 minutes to go.
0: Oh, I I didn't know that, okay didn't know that sorry I, I, I was told I got 45 50, I have 15 more minutes to go so anyway that's my boss lady and then the boss lady says I got 15 minutes I got 15 minutes one of the things that I want you to understand is that spirit has been here way before we have our spirits have been here for many generations. Some souls we call new because they might have had maybe 30 incarnations. Me, I've been here from the beginning of time. I can tell you every incarnation who I was, what I was, what I was doing and what I was supposed to be doing. I sometimes read people and I do read, I do have readings. Whereas I would know and tell you where you, what year you were born what year you came into this planet and where were you in this planet and why you continue to come back. You know, there are many things the spirit can show you once you attach yourself and you respect yourself and you start prayers, everything starts with prayer. I'm going to tell you why, because everything that moves is guided by prayer. And prayer is the hope that you have in your heart as well as as being honored, honoring them because when, when you honor spirit and when you dig in your heart and you realize that you care about them so much that you just want to heal, but you want them to help you, but you want to get to know them through all of these practices, you can do that reading a prayer book. I think is very important. And if you start reading a prayer book early in the morning, do not stop the habit because spirits don't really care. If you are going to the dentist or you're going to somewhere else, if you, if you're used to getting up at six in the morning, and then this week you get up at 10 in the morning, it doesn't matter what time you get up. Spirit is ready on 24 hour basis. Spirit is not ready just five minutes before, or ten minutes before, or ten minutes while it's going on. But if you make, if you are truly into spirit, you'll realize that in that book, um, and the actual English book have the, has two, two, two ladies on the cover. But if you re- if you start to realize and understand that by reading this book, you will have such a peace within yourself that you will realize that there's nothing that you can't do as long as spirit is with you. You can't hide who you are. You can't pretend who you are. You can't act like you are not this person or that person. You are you. And you have to understand that a lot of this energy is inside of you. But a lot of people are afraid of it. A lot of people are like, I see things, I see this, I see that, I see this, I've seen this for you, and they know that they're mediums or spiritists, and they don't want to accept that. They don't want to accept that they, they do that, you know, and automatically they they, they, they lean onto the on the church, and they tell the pastor, and the pastor will get them up and embarrass them and make them have, you know, uh, what is it? Um, or have them talk about yourself and and and, revel- and reveal everything that's going on in your life and believe it, believe it or not, there's no one in life that you need to relieve, um, you need to show them who you are because you don't, you know, the only person that you need to, to change, to appreciate, to, to, to matter, it should be yourself, no one else, you know? Nothing better than self love and self understanding. And how do we do that? We do that by connecting to spirit and anytime time you want something and spirit grants you what you want, just make sure you always thank them. You know, you can just open up and just say, thank you, spirit for helping me through this. It's been very important. It's been very enlightening and spirit will enlighten you. But like I said, you know, You have to decide which way you want to go. You have to decide what works for you. You have to decide what's going to make you happy. Because if you don't know what makes you happy, then all it's going to do is cause problems for you. You have to find the actual you. What what makes you happy? What inside of you fills you? Because if you don't know what fills you, then you will never know what fills you. You'll be jumping from person to person looking for happiness and you will never find it. So just keep in mind that there are so many ladders that go up and so many ladders that come down, you know, um, and there are no elevators. These are all staircases. So when you go up to to the heavens, you know, you speak you speak out your problems and when you come down, you're going to come down those steps. So at the end of the day, you have to be kind to people so that when you reach the top, you know that if you go down, you're going to come across all those people and you're going to continuously be in the back burner. So I suggest that if you want to learn how you, what your true self is, Start young. Start early. Don't waste time. You know, just like you're not never told to go to college. College people, go, some women go to college at 30. Some go at 40. Some go at 50. Some go at 60. And they don't go back because they need to go back. They go back because they feel like they want to go back. So never feel like you are obligated to spirit. Just understand that if you're going to ask spirit to do something for you, you will reward spirit by lighting spirit a candle, so that you can acknowledge them and make them understand how powerful, and wonderful they truly are. Okay. Well, guys, look, I'm gonna go. I don't know what time it is, but I'm about to go. We're gonna play a commercial. We're gonna we're gonna play a commercial, guys, and then we're then you're not wait, you're not gonna find me, so. Namaste, love and light. Remember that I'm away, but I'm thinking about you. This is why we did this. Just know that I'll always be here for you guys if you need me.
1: They appreciate that. Your love and care. I appreciate them. Okay. Call me when we finish. Commercial, darling.